Let's go to Joel Fitzgibney. He joins us on Marcus Paul in the morning. Good morning, Joel. G'day, mate. How are you? Oh, well, thank you. Nice to have you on. You've been a busy man this morning. You've been everywhere, which is great. Putting Labor back into the Labor Party, mate. Putting the Labor back into the Labor... What's missing from the Labor Party, Joel? Unqualified support for our traditional base, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, we saw them walk past us uh, on Saturday during the Upper Hunter by-election. Only one in five stopped to take our how to votes. Where did and they the go? Them, yeah. And the rest of them told me they don't trust us anymore. Why don't they trust you, Joel? What, what they don't trust Labor anymore? The, they don't trust Labor anymore. They say we talk about support for their jobs and job security, but yeah. uh, when we're put to the test, we fail. And we failed last Thursday when we decided to oppose a new gas-fired power generator right in the heart of the Hunter region. That just reaffirmed in their minds that we had to say one thing and do another. Yeah. Look, uh, I heard this morning that John Barillaro, Deputy Premier of the State, said that there's probably 40 or 50 years of coal mining left. Uh, there may well be that sort of supply in the Hunter and other areas, but what happens, Joel, if, if the rest of the world says no? Uh, I'm playing devil's advocate here because that's something that I've heard, that eventually people will stop buying our coal. Uh, do we need to transform or, or what is it? And I know you don't believe it, Marcus. Uh, you, like me, know that uh, in Asia they are building new coal-fired generators, mm. efficient ones, low-emission generators, like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And they'll be demanding our thermal coal and indeed our metallurgical coal for many decades uh, to come. And in the Hunter region, Marcus, we are leading the way on renewable energy. Mm -hmm. uh, we're building battery storage, pumped hydro, large-scale solar. We're becoming a hydrogen hub. Uh, we're on fire there, mate. Um, but we need a gas peaker, which is capable of being converted to a hydrogen peaker, of course. Uh, because uh, the old girl, the Bell Power Station, is about to close down. Yes, yes. And because the government's been mucking around, uh, playing politics, the private sector's gone, uh, run a mile. Yep. And uh, the government's been forced to invest itself. But don't worry, the taxpayer will make good money out of that power generator. All right, so this seems to be at odds, obviously, uh, with Anthony Albanese and others within federal Labor. I spoke to Anthony last week. He kind of dismissed you, Joel, I have to say, is it, oh, we don't, we're not really concerned about the thoughts of backbenchers. I mean... Oh, I, I think um, uh, some of my colleagues, when they woke up this morning to read about that primary vote uh, in the Upper Hunter, might, might rethink that view. Yeah. But they love to describe me. They're now in the habit now, Marcus, of describing me as Labor's most junior backbencher. <laughs> I think that might be a... Uh, a reference to my age, uh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But whatever they say, Marcus, it doesn't change the fact that uh, four out of five people walk past us on Saturday. They're very warm towards me, which uh, which pleased me very much. Yeah, of but course. They just, they just kept saying, mate, you guys, uh, say you support our jobs and our job security, but we don't believe you. So will this kind of attitude that you tell me you witness firsthand up there in the Hunter... Will this kind of attitude transform to a uh, on a national scale, do you believe? So, for instance, we are probably uh, less than eight, nine months away from a, a federal election. When the Prime Minister calls it, um, you know, if if he called it tomorrow, Labor would be in all sorts of trouble. Well, it's always dangerous to uh, draw too much from a state by-election uh, with respect to a, a federal national election. 
Um, and there's specific things here. I mean, Gladys Berejiklian is popular. She's been rewarded for handling COVID pretty well. She's got those advantages uh, of incumbency. Yeah. Um, but when the Labor brand uh, can attract only one in five votes, then at the federal level, you really need to, to sit up uh, and uh, take note of that. And it's not for it's not too late for us to take note. We can still win the federal election. It's not as if we're up against a good government. We are not. Mm. Um, but we need to uh, regain that trust, rebuild that trust. And to do so, we need to be very, very clear about our absolute commitment to those who get up and work hard every day. So, okay. How do you do that, Joel? How do you do that? Do you, I hear very clearly what you're saying that Labor's lost the uh, the blue collar vote. The work it used to be the working party. Uh, I don't buy this BS about it being you know the party for the inner city latte set and too close to the Greens, etc. I don't I don't buy that. But uh, I mean, is is Labor too close to perhaps a green ideology in your view? And should has it perhaps lost its way? Has it forgotten about the coal miners of the Hunter and you know the the factory workers of the western suburbs of Sydney, for instance? What is really important, Marcus, is that you have regional members sitting around your decision making table. Uh, and over the last uh, decade or so, we've lost a lot of regional members. Uh, so it's a downward spiral. You've got this there advocating up the regions, and you you are at risk of becoming a bit a bit too city centric. Yep. Uh, and and not and, and underappreciating uh, the contribution of the resources sector, uh, for example, which is which puts a hell of a lot of money yeah. uh, into into government coffers. Um, look, people don't want much uh, really from governments, but what they want first and foremost is a commitment to their jobs and job secu- security. They want to be rewarded for having a crack, yeah. uh, for getting up every morning and, and going to work. They want their family protected. And that, of course, can only happen if they've also got financial security. Joel, would you consider running for the federal leadership of the Labor Party? Well, I could consider running, Marcus, but I don't think I'd have much of a chance. Okay. Well, what about if that sentiment turned around, if others uh, felt that perhaps Albo still wasn't cutting through? I mean, there's discussion. That's all it's going to be about this week. There'll be this... I can, as plain as the nose on my face, the rest of the week will be about leadership of the Labor Party, both in New South Wales, whether it's Jody McKay or Anthony Albanese. I can see it. I, I look at the headlines. I read the editorials, the opinion pieces. This week, particularly from the Murdoch Press, from News Limited, etc., Sky News, it'll all be about... I won't be the... Uh, Alan Jones, I played a piece of him last week, saying that Labor would be far better off, Joel, if you were the federal leader. So you've got some pretty high-powered support. Why don't you throw your hat in the ring? Oh, look, Marcus, this is not about the, the message. It's about the message. Uh, it's about the fact that... Uh, well, hang on, but, but Joel, with respect, I disagree. I disagree because I'm, I'm, I get countless emails. You see countless people writing on social media that Albo's not cutting through. They prefer somebody like a Richard Miles or a Joel Fitzgibbon. Well, Marcus, I'm just going to focus uh, on right. my key, key task, and that, that is to uh, have the party stick to its national platform, only updated uh, a few months ago, sure. where we, where we uh, focused on people in the resources sector and their job security. I mean, here's, here's Scott Morrison voting against the interests of coal miners uh, in the parliament, not just voting, now putting forward legislation 
and he's got the high down to claim he's for the blue collar worker. Nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, but you, with respect, you with respect, your party's allowed him to do that, Joel. For whatever reason, Scott Morrison, for 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 better or worse, Scott Morrison and the LNP are now the party for the worker. Well, we voted against every worker. Uh, anti-worker piece of legislation he's put yep. into the parliament uh, and we will yep. keep uh, doing so. I know. But you, are, but you are right. 82% of people who voted on a Saturday voted for a party uh, spooking its support for the coal mining industry and all those industries that feed off it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, uh, they chose some other parties uh, over us. And I think that reason is uh, they didn't believe us, they didn't trust us. All right, Joel, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. I know you're very busy. A great pleasure, mate. Cheers. Talk soon. There he is, Labor MP Joel Fitzgibbon.